Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Hello everyone, my name is Melissa Boyd, I am your host for Spiritual Tools, and I'm so delighted that you're joining us here tonight on June 25th, 2015, or you may actually be joining us at a later date. In either case, we are so happy that you're here. I am a vibrational intuitive medium and business strategist and um, also a yoga instructor, and I offer sessions around the world via phone, Skype, and I also uh, do in-person sessions in my office in Kennebunk, Maine. Spiritual tools started because I would sit with people and they would say, but how do I do this and what about that? And I would leave, they would leave after a half hour or an hour. And I said, you know, we've really got to get these tools in people's hands so that you, the listener, can take these ideas and implement them in, into your life. So before I introduce my guest this evening, I want to talk about some um, events that I have coming up in the New England area. So in August, I have a few events happening. At the Seed and Bean in West Kennebunk, Maine, I will be offering a spirit gallery session where on Sunday, August 2nd from 10 to noon, I will be channeling um, your loved ones from spirit and messages for your highest self and highest good, so past, present, and future. I'll be serving coffee, tea, water, light refreshments. That's $40 a person. And I'll also be using Solfeggio frequencies within that gallery. There are still tickets available. It is $40 a person, and you can register on my website, which is melissaboyd.net. On Monday, August 24th, at River Tree Arts in Kennebunk, I will be doing a larger gallery, and so that's $40 a person or two for 70 You will also receive a, a soul gift bag, and that's from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m., and those tickets are available at River Tree Arts. And if you are in the Maine area or New Hampshire area and you're saying to yourself, you know, I've got this business, I want to take it to another level, as many of you know, I also have a master's in public policy and management. I, I do have my, my bachelor's degree in communications, public relations, and I've worked nationally to help people in their businesses when I was um, in, the, in the professional world for 20-plus for years. So I'm teaching a class called Reignite Your Business. It's August 5th, 12th, and 19th from 6 to 8.30. The vibrational investment is $150. You'll receive business templates, um, manifesting practices, and also just some, you know, what is a mission, what is a vision, how to get your business going and started, and the group will work together to really create those pieces. So we'll have a lot of fun. And speaking of fun, I cannot wait to introduce my guest. Um, Not only are we going to talk about play and the elements of play and play as a spiritual practice, but I know Bonnie personally, and she is so playful and fun. (laughs) And in fact, I was sharing with her before we started tonight that I was sitting in my office blowing bubbles. And I believe that bubbles are just a great way for us to lift up our souls, to lighten our lives, um, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can always love bubbles. 
I often will just take them to the grocery store and just someone will be standing in the line and, you know, kind of miserable, and I'll just start blowing bubbles, and they'll be like, what are you doing? And I'll say, well, why? why? We need to have fun. So um, let me tell you a little bit about Bonnie. So Bonnie Thomas is a licensed, um, licensed social worker and a child family counselor in southern Maine, and she's also the author of three books, which are Creative Coping Skills for Children, Creative Expressive Expression Activities for Teens, and How to Get Your Kids Offline, Outdoors, and Connecting to Nature. All her books can be found on Amazon.com or at the publisher's website, which is jkp.com. Bonnie has worked with families and youth for over two decades. She incorporates her love of creative expression, play, and nature into her work with clients. Bonnie has also written for online magazines and currently has a new website at The Elements of Play. She is also an artist who has shown her work in various venues in New England. And I have to tell you, I've been looking at your website, Bonnie, and it is phenomenal. So welcome to Spiritual Tools. Thank you, Melissa. So I've said a few things about you, Bonnie, but tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, what brought you to your work and why play? <laughs> um, well, like you said, I'm a counselor and an artist and an author. I'm also the mother of a teenager, and I love working with children. I've worked with children, like you said, for quite a while in the social work field, and I like to create art. I like making crafts, designing new things, um, being playful, and going on adventures, so a lot of different interests, and um, I try to incorporate a lot of that into the work I do with children. Nice. And, um, you know, I was sharing earlier about uh, blowing bubbles in public, and I think that, you know, we do, do you think that people have lost their love of play? Do you, I mean, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, I do in a sense. Um, I think when given the opportunity, people, you know, will kind of come out of their shells a little bit and be a little playful. But I think for the most part, you know, that our culture is much more um, geared at being, you know, a lot more people are connected to their devices. And um, so it's harder to kind of pull people out of that um, routine or habit. Um you know, even working with kids, that's the case. So, um, yeah, I would agree with you. It's a little harder these days to, you know, find people who are more comfortable being playful. Yeah. Um, and I know that you've authored three books, and mm-hmm. I, I really, I'm really intrigued about the one you talk about, how to get your kids offline outdoors and connecting to nature because, we are, I mean, so many kids today, they're so stuck behind the computer or their iPhone or their iPad and just, um, so can you talk a little bit about the the book and what what the intention was and what it entails so that parents listening or people listening who are interested in the book might get a little bit about that? Sure. Um, as far as the book is concerned, um, the book was really written for an audience for people who either work with children or live with children. Um, 
the first part of the book gives a really quick overview of ways that nature-based play can be good and positive for a child's well-being. Um, the second part of the book is focused more on providing ways that professionals who work with children can bring more nature-based play or exposure to nature to their clientele. So that could be daycare workers, social workers, um, staff in a hospital, daycare providers, um, so the second part of the book is geared more towards the people who work with children. And then the last part of the book is written towards um, more for parents and care providers um, to encourage just more nature-based activities and play for children, um, you know, as much as possible outdoors. But I certainly cover some activities about bringing nature inside as well. Right. Um, and then as far as... Um, you know, encouraging parents and providers to get kids outdoors. Um, so now I, I I think when it comes to working with parents and families, my number one uh, piece of advice is just to go outside with the kids. You know, just go outside with them. You know, that seems to make it the easiest for kids. It's um, role modeling for them, and they just they they do want to spend time with the adults in their lives, so it's a good way to share your time with them as well as um, get outdoors together because it's good for all of us, no matter what age we are. Mm. And so, you know, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, like, when I was growing up, like, my grandfather gardened, and so I was always out helping him in the garden and just, you know, he talk about these little beings that might live in the trees you know what I mean and I, I think that <laughs> yeah just, you know like like because I think that nature has this um intuitive way about it yeah and yeah you know I and and using that as a way to really open us up I think is is really great so what would be maybe one or two suggestions that um people listening that um that are saying well well, what would I do once I got my kids outside? <laughs> um, I think for the, the the kinds of people who are either uncomfortable or unfamiliar with spending time outside with their kids, um, it doesn't need to be anything too fancy or planned. It can be as simple as just, you know, eating outside instead of inside, you know, take one meal a week where you sit on the lawn or the patio or sit on the stairs and, you know, enjoy a meal together. Uh, you know, you could also just toss a ball back and forth, blow bubbles outside, hula hoop outside, shoot baskets. Um, you know, it can be very simple, just very basic uh, play activities that we all did when we were children um, and just, helping to kind of bridge that gap for children to introduce them to those activities as well. Um, and I think the more you do that with your children, um, the more comfortable it gets, the more you get comfortable with the environment and what's expected and um, the boundaries of, you know, playing outdoors and whatnot. And it just it gets easier and it becomes more intuitive the more you do it. Yeah, I I think that, and and I also think that the surroundings it changes, you know, when you change your surrounding, I think you change your experience as well. Absolutely. And yep. That's that's a really, um, I think that's a really important important thing to to do. Um, 
And so I know, you know, we're talking about nature having intuitive energy, and I just, I don't know why I'm supposed to say this, but I just say whatever I hear. Um, <laughs> you know, what I love about nature is that it's living and it's real, and I think anyone listening, hopefully you know that, and that's something that you can um, identify with. But also I think, you know, in my experience, when you connect outside and you connect to nature, and I know in one of your books you talk about, you know, earthing or connecting to the earth mm-hmm. and the power of that and really um, getting that magnetic frequency from the core of the earth by really being present with it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think there's um, a couple things that I want to say about that. And, you know, you can get the, um, I guess, the more biological and immediate kind of results of being outside. Like you said, if you know, if you're earthing, if you're walking barefoot or sitting on the earth itself, um, you know, you get benefits from that. If you're digging in the soil with your hands, gardening, then you're getting exposure to different microorganisms in the soil that can help with, you know, immune systems. It can help with uh, depression even. There are some, you know, natural substances in the soil that help with depression. Um, And just being outside in the sun, you get the benefits of vitamin D. Uh, You know, some people get lower energy or people who are prone to depression can um, get depressed much quicker if they're not getting that vitamin D into their system one way or another. So, you know, there's many uh, benefits that are immediate that you can get by being outdoors, but from a spiritual sense, you also get um, exposure to a whole different type of energy, and I would say it is intuitive energy. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I know for me that... The more time I spend outside, the more intuitive I feel. And, um, you know, nature is an environment where that constant corrosive bombarding of information and commercialism and electronic devices, they're just not there. And, you know, we're natural beings. So to step away from the stimulus of all of that and into a nature-based environment, it just feels more authentic and real and nourishing and I know that nature helps me to clear my head, clear my thoughts, clear my energy, and I just feel much more centered after being outdoors. It's like resetting my internal compass, you know. Um, So I just feel more tapped into my own tuition when I'm outdoors or interacting with nature. And like you said, in nature you're also surrounded by life. You know, there's just everything's alive and you're surrounding yourself with the energy of the earth and your intuition is part of that. And so I think it helps you to kind of tap into that natural flow and energy when you're outside. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I think that, you know, nature is it speaks to us too, you know, and just um, it, it actually, when you interact with nature, I think that it allows you to daydream, to go into a, you know, some people say to me, well, I can't sit and meditate. Well, if you go outside and sit under a tree or connect to the energy of the tree or look up at the sky, look at the clouds, and just kind of allow yourself to wistfully, you know, move, you know, just be right. present and just move with that energy, I really feel mm-hmm. like that's, um, that's a really big, um, a big piece. And then you also wrote a book specifically around creative expression activities for teens. And, mm-hmm. I mean, teens are, 
you know, they're growing up quick. I mean, I grew up quick, but this is quick, <laughs> quick these days, don't you think? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and sometimes it's hard. I know I, I sit with people all the time and they say, my son, he's, you know, 15 and I can't get him to say anything and, you know, um, and and in your experience as a, as um as a, a family and child counselor and working with play, you know, is that a, obviously probably a good way to help um, people deal with issues of depression or anxiety in their lives? Yeah, I yeah I definitely think so. Um... You know, I, th- I think it kind of depends on the population. I, you know, I work with many different populations of um, people, and, you know, obviously some populations have easier access to the outdoors and, you know, to getting in a car and driving to trails or to the beach or whatnot. Um, you know, but that being said, yeah, absolutely, if, if that's um, if that's accessible to a parent who has a teen, I think that's a great um it's a great intervention just to get them outside. Even if you're walking and you're being quiet, you know, you're at least together. And I hear from kids all the time, like every day, that they do want more time with their parents and with their, you know, guardians and care providers, that, you know, that adults are just as guilty as the kids as relying on technology to kind of keep them busy. And I think Mm -hmm. if parents... um, are able to kind of take that first step and say, you know, you know, screens go off and we're going outside. Um, you know, kids are kids. You might get some resistance, but, um, you know, once they get outside, sometimes it's hard to get them back in. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but, you know, just getting, like I said, you know, there's benefits to just being outdoors. And, um, you know, depending on the age, you know, you're not going to have a teenager that's going to be jumping around outside and whatnot. But, you know, the benefits of play on top of being outside are wonderful for kids um, and adults, mm-hmm. you know, whoever's willing to kind of get out there and explore and have fun. And and is there research about play and creativity and really helping kids grow and shift? I, I, there must be um in your work. Yeah, there's actually yeah, there's actually a ton of research about how play prepares children for the real world. Um there's many different types of play. Um and in each type of play there's, you know, lessons that kids take away from that. So, you know, when you think about toddlers who um you know, are are taking part in parallel play, you know, that's you know, that's where kids kind of play side by side. They're not necessarily integrating or, you know, sharing something, but they're playing with things side by side. You know, there's so there's that kind of play. There's parallel play. There's fantasy play that happens later on in life. There's, um, gosh, there's so many. And each each type of play provides different skills that the child needs to learn how to function, you know, as a human being and their relationships and their communities, Um you know, problem solving, their creativity. So when you think about our children of today who spend so much time online, and granted, you know, kids do learn some really wonderful things from being online, um, but it's, you know, there's not as much of that face-to-face kind of play happening. There's not as much um, 
you know, fantasy play in person where the kids actually get to uh, try on those social roles and, you know, learn to get along with each other and work problems out and problem solve and come up with creative solutions mm-hmm. to, you know, again, you know, <laughs> building fun stuff on the playground or, you know, so it, it's it's critical that kids learn how to play. Um, and I wish I could remember, I didn't write it down, so I don't have the information right in front of me, but I had recently listened to a really interesting TED Talk where um, the guy was talking about his experience in working with, the, uh, with criminals. And through working with criminals, he actually started to study and research the power of play because he was very curious about how many of these criminals just didn't really play when they were younger. And so, mm. he, you know, that kind of drew him into, geez, you know, it, you know, just how powerful is play for, for children. And, you know, beyond the traditional kind of research that's out there, um, you know, I, I think it's really cool that people are starting to look into all the other components of play that are critical for our kids. Yeah, I mean, that's it's amazing because it, it is such an essential part. And, you know, I've talked to parents who say, you know, they don't even, some some schools don't even do, um, you know, recess anymore. They just, they don't, and they don't have gym. They don't play as much anymore. So I think it is a really important piece. And um, I, I like to play. <laughs> Um, so I would ask you, um, you know, what, what advice would you give our listeners who think they're too big to play? Um, well, I, my guess is that it's probably the word itself that kind of throws people off um, because so many people associate play and playfulness with children. Um, and, you know, so that, that might get in the way of some people kind of understanding, you know, it, it's it's a lifelong um, activity. It doesn't stop, you know, in childhood that this is something that's a lifelong, um, you know, pursuit. It's part of your pursuit of happiness. So um, my advice would be, you know, to allow yourself some time, you know, at least once a week to explore your own playfulness. And that could be, um, you know, doing something that brings you joy. And when I say joy, I'm talking about authentic joy, not like what you think should make you happy, but those things Mm. that truly kind of give you that zing of, you know, you just love it. You know, you're totally in the moment and enjoying what you're doing. Um, But, you know, at least once a week, try something like that or treat yourself to something that's fun or enjoyable or explore a new place. Uh, it could be a new shop in town. It could be a park. It could be taking a different route home from work just to give your eyes and your senses something new to experience. Um, mm-hmm. It could be trying a new food or indulging in a food you absolutely love. Um, it could be playing with your kids. Um, surprise your kids with, you know, if they're at camp or school during the day and you've got a few moments, throw together a really quick fort with the blankets and pillows. Um, kids are not going to care if it's fancy and uh, have a snack with them in it. You know, it's just that element of surprise and and fun that comes in kind of surprising somebody else, you know. And, you know, try a new art class. Learn something new. You can play with your pets, watch a funny movie, go to your local toy store, buy something for yourself, um, even if it's penny candy. I mean, you know, I think um, just kind of getting out of your 
traditional routine, that daily grind kind of thing helps it helps us to kind of tap into those things that help us feel more playful. Oh, absolutely. And those are all such amazing suggestions. And um, Bonnie and I both live in Maine, and there's a lot of um, people that come to Maine for the summertime. And um, I was down at the beach last weekend, and I love to see just parents, like, working with their kids building these sandcastles. And they were, like, laughing and (laughs) joking and throwing at each other. And, you know, it's just it's really fun to – I think to see people play as well, and I know that play helps with depression and grief as, as well, and it's really um, it's very, very uh, huge. Right. So um, I, I always I always like to ask this question just because I feel like, you know, why 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 did you feel so compelled to write books about this? Like, what is your intention for the world to to read these books? Um, you know, it's, it's, that's a good question, and, and I think there's probably many different answers to that. You'd probably get a different answer from me, depending on the day. Um, but I think for the most part is just feeling like there is this deficit of playfulness, and, um, you know, our lives just get busier and busier, and like you say, you know, with kids getting less and less recess, and they have more and more testing in school, and we're all just kind of pushed, whether we're kids or adults, whether we're in school or we're in our jobs, to become bigger producers. You know, it's more about productivity than it is about our, um, you know, taking care of our needs and our spiritual needs and relaxing and having fun. So I think a lot of times we get stuck in that rut and we... um, we forget, and, you know, that's something I find just so important. I really wanted to write books to kind of help, um, you know, create that bridge a little bit to to start introducing ways to be more creative and more playful, um, not only in the field of work I do, but also as parents, and that's why all my books are kind of um, geared at both. It's kind of a, um, it's kind of a, a, new approach, I guess, to kind of writing books to be like, this is not going to be a professional book. This is not going to be a parenting book. This is for all of us. You know, we Mm. all deal with children in one form or another. So um, there's something, you know, if you live or work with children, if you, you you know, have nieces, nephews, whatever, you know, like my books are geared towards anybody who's got any connection to kids that you want to help them with either creative expression or um, managing their feelings, uh, addressing some mental health issues, and helping them learn how to get outside. How do you play? How do you do creative projects, you know? so Yeah, and I just, um, I could answer that question for you too, but I wanted you to answer it because... <laughs> <laughs> you 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 really you really are inspiring and um just so folks know not only does Bonnie have books but she has an amazing website really amazing and tell us the name of your website Bonnie uh the name of the website is theelementsofplay.com um so it's all written out one word you don't have to worry about upper or lower case it's theelementsofplay.com awesome and I'm actually looking at your website right now, and 
you have an article or a blog that you wrote called Painting Spirit Stones. And I'm just going to read um, just a little bit from it. So Bonnie says, when I need to find my balance or quiet, my heart and soul, I create art. Art is my favorite form of therapy and self-expression. One of my most treasured art projects is these is making these spirit stones. While walking various trails or beaches, I collect rocks that are flat, skinning the earth for rocks as calming and centering in and of itself. I keep these rocks in a jar until I have one of those days where my head is running full speed ahead and just needs to slow down. Then I paint a bunch of these stones all at once. I use various pens from oil-based ink to chalk pens to permanent markers. And let's see... Some of my favorite patterns and images include feathers, arrows, a compass rose, spirals, geometric shapes, words of inspiration, eyes, and mandalas. Try making your own and see if it calms and centers you. The rocks can be placed around your home or office to remind you to relax, to inspire you, and to bring some creative energy into your space. And they're amazing. And Thank you. I totally agree because stones, you know, stones speak and... Um, I love that you're offering these resources to people. It's really phenomenal. It's really amazing. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who knows me knows I uh, <laughs> making those stones is a bit addictive. I. <laughs> yeah. No. It's it's just it's so it's so important. Um, so people can buy your books on Amazon.com. Yep. And they can go to your website, The Elements of Play. And so, mm-hmm. Bonnie, I know that for myself, my spiritual tools are always evolving as I shift and move forward. What is one? Uh, what is a spiritual tool that you use for yourself, and why is it important? Um, well, again, I would say, I mean, I use so many, from play to storytelling to meditation, but I think the one that I use the most is definitely um, creating art. Um, and I get, you know, that's because when I create art, I can just kind of dive in and create things. And I just let images and symbols and metaphors just show up and arise in my artwork. I just feel like it's it's um, creating a flow of creativity and energy to just release what I need to release when I'm making art so that mm. I can then let go of things. And then that helps me to be more present in the moment. That's awesome. I want to thank you so much for being on the show and um, sharing this with with people listening, either live or listening later. And um, Bonnie is amazing, and her um, her books can be on Amazon. You can buy them on Amazon. dot com or at her publisher's website at jkp. dot com, and her website is theelementsofplay. dot com. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Thank you, Melissa. Okay. Have a great night. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So um, that was amazing. And I, I think that play is so important. We get so caught up in our heads in this world and we just, you know, we, we don't always know what's, what's going on. Um, we don't always take time for ourselves. So I now have some time to take some callers. So the guest call-in number is area code 657-383-0484. 
and um, I will, I'm going to go to the lines right now and answer questions if someone has an intuitive question you'd like me to tap into. So I'm going to go to the line. When I unmute you, I will say, um, you know, are you listening or do you have a question that you'd like me to tap into? So I'm going to right now unmute a person that's calling from a 210 area code. So let me go to the line. Hi, welcome. You're on Spiritual Tools. Are you listening or do you have a question? Do you like me to ask Spirit for you? Hi, um, I have a question. Okay, super. And what is your first name, please? My first name is Mike. Can you hear me okay? Yep, now I can hear you. Mm -hmm. And Mike, what is your question for Spirit tonight? Um, I want to see what Spirit sees for me in the realm of full-time employment. Okay. All right, let me bring that in. Uh, Could you give me your birth month and day, Mike, please? May 31st of 91. Okay, all right. So (laughs) let's talk about you, all right? Um, I first want to talk about the fact that um, you are in in life code, you're 2911. And so you have a lot of different interests. Do you understand that about yourself? Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel like part of part of what happens with you is that there's so much going on. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, Like even when you were, um, let's see. Did you finish a training recently, please, or a program? Uh, I graduated from college about a year and a half ago. Okay. Yep, yep, cuz I feel like there was something that you that that you that you finished, you know, about a year or so ago. Um and let's see. Where you're living right now, are you considering looking at another area, please? Oh, definitely. Okay, because I am getting everywhere in my body like move, 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 move. And um so just know spirit is saying definitely there's definitely going to be a move for you. Um it is tied to a job and I feel like it's tied to a larger area. Do you understand that? Um city-wise? Um it's it's near a city. I feel like you're going to be near or outside of a city. So are you near outside of a city right now? I'm in a city now, Uh uh-huh. Okay. Um, But I do feel like there's going to be a move with this job, so I feel like it's going to be another area for you. And I'm hearing you're ready for this move. Do you understand that? You're ready for this move. And (laughs) I'm definitely feeling like, as I listen to Spirit, I want to say... This feels like three between three months. Within three months, there will be a shift for you, and you are you are applying for jobs now. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, I, I see you. This job that you're going to be doing. Do you have to dress up for work, please? Or with those yes. work that you're doing? Yes. Okay. Because I see this in a professional setting, I also feel like it's um, 
it's a larger business or a company that um, that you get connected with, I do feel like it either has a regional or a national connection. Do you understand this, please? Yes. And, <laughs> good. <laughs> I love that. And um, this, it feels like, um, you know, it's not exactly customer service, but it has to do with working around people. Do you understand that piece? Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, have you ever done like training or anything like this before, please? Oh my gosh! Right. Training people because I see you training people. I see you like um, managing people, training people. This feels like it's like it's like your thing. Do you know? I'm kind of lost for words right now. Can I tell you the job of what it is that I just applied for a few days ago? Sure. So what it is is it's a broadcasting consultant, and what I would do is I would be working with this company that uh, sells their products to different stations nationwide, and I would actually be going and training them training. and setting yep. up their software. And I have it's something that I never really thought about. Um, mm-hmm. But I have, like, I know I have all the skills necessary, and then I also have a degree to back it up. Um, yeah, I, I feel like this is this is done, like it's a done deal. Like it just feels like it's a done deal because they're talking about you, you know, working regionally or na- nationally and doing this training piece. So what I keep hearing is, you know, um, do, you, do you have any tiger's eye or hematite? No. Uh-uh. Okay. So um, go and, um, you know, go to, if you have, like, do you have a stone store or a spiritual store around you in any way? Yes. I think my okay. aunt may have some of that, actually. Now that you say okay, that, that super. sounds familiar. So, so tiger's eye or hematite, go and get some of that and um, one of the other stone because tiger's eye is a stone that's about abundance. It's also a stone of career and prosperity and new beginnings and grounding. So that stone, just, you know, have it in your pocket during the interview. Oh, do you have a pinstripe suit, please? I do. Yeah. Okay. Cause, okay, Mike, I think we've got somebody else here. Let me just listen. I think somebody is going like, oh, I see Mike. I want to say hello to Mike. Let me just see who we have here, okay? Whew. All right, okay. I'm getting really hot all of a sudden, so I feel like we've got somebody here from Spirit. All right. Now, I don't know if this is um, mom's mom or, or your great-grandmother. Do you understand, please? Has your mom's yes. mom or your great-grandmother crossed for you or both? Uh, my great-grandmother has. Grandmother's cross, okay. And on your mother's side, please. Were you are you closer to your mother's side in some way? Or are you closer to this grandmother and this great grandmother on mom's side, please? Um, my mother's side. Okay, yes, because that's what it feels like. So know that she's stepping forward here and she's saying, like, I see him wearing this pin site striped suit and I see him helping people, so she just wants to let you know that she is she is just sending love to you. Okay? So much love to you, so much love to you. And I don't know if in your family or in that side of the family there's a name like Amy, Ellie, an A or an E name. It feels like a woman's name. Is there a woman's name on your mom's side of the family with 
that energy, please? That would have been my grandmother's sister who passed. Okay, and is that like Amy or Ellie or Abby? What is her name, please? In Spanish, it's Elvira, which is E-L-I-V-R-A. Okay, so she's showing me this name, and so she's telling me she's with you too, okay? So you've got all these people, these two women on the other side telling me to tell you this, you're going to do amazing. So I feel like this job is yours, and I feel like the timeline, um, by the time you interview and start, you'll start within three months, and I feel like it is this position because they kept showing me this training position for you. So congratulations. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Okay. Um, All right. Well, you have you have a great night, Mike. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, so it's so exciting when spirit gets so excited for people. You know, I just, I love this. I love how spirit goes, yes, I, I want to help people. I want to jump through this uh, etheric realm and just, you know, let people know that I'm around them. So um, that's, that's how it works. You know, it's kind of amazing to me, and I do this for a living, how much spirit wants to support us. And if all of us could just listen more, listen to the energy more, it could really, really help. So I'm going to take another caller now. Um, I am going to a, another, um, I'm going to a 207 um, uh, area code. So I'm going to a 207 area code starting with um, a 2. And I'll, on, I'll put you on, um, on the air and I'll ask you if you're listening or if you have a question for spirit. So let's go now. Hi, welcome to Spiritual Tools. You're on the air. Are you listening, or would you have a question for Spirit tonight? I have a question. Okay, super. And what is your first name, please? This is Nicole. Okay, Nicole. Okay, great. Go ahead. What question would you like me to tap into Spirit for you tonight? Well, I'm sitting here in my beautiful backyard listening to the show and feeling a lot of love and and enjoyment in my home, but at the same time can't shake the feeling that it's time to move on. So I'm just wondering what they see in terms of a living situation changing in the near future. Can I read that in? Are there a lot of different variables going on in your life right now, please? (laughs) Yes. Okay, because what they kept showing me was like moving targets. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I felt like there's a a lot of different variables going on right now in your life. A lot Mm -hmm. of different shifts happening for you. Um, Mm -hmm. And and so I, I feel like that there could be a change. Do I think it's a, a geographical move? Possibly. But I don't feel like that's been decided yet. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I will tell you as well that energetically we are in a very, um, very intense time right now. We've got some intense solar flares going on that are really pulling on people on the planet. And they're pulling us to kind of, I guess the big thing that I keep hearing is move, you know, like maybe it's not physically move, but it's move. 
Um, and I just want to say a couple things that they're showing me right now is one thing is to um, just do things to move the energy that's around you. So um, let me see. Do you like the wind? That sounds strange to say, but do you like the wind? Do you like air? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Because I I feel like um, to to get information from spirit, like as you drive to work or drive down the highway or whatever you do, keep your windows open and just let the air come in, and just ask the air to move any. Um, I feel like any um, uncertainties out of your auric field because. You know, we're so attached to our auric field, and our auric field is always speaking to us. So I feel like opening the windows and just letting that air move through is going to be really important for you. I also feel like um, if you're feeling like it's time to leave your house or your home, just start to clean it from top to bottom and go through, you know, every drawer, every cupboard, and start to thank every item and then ask your house if it feels like you're going to move. That feels like an important piece for you. Um, but I do feel like I want to go back to the beginning piece that there's some moving targets around you, meaning that your your life is shifting in many ways. And I feel like partly around your career. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's a connection around your um your orange chakra, your sacral chakra, and that's um, that's work, that's relationships, that's joy, that's self, and I feel like there's a lot of um, shifts happening within you in that way. So um, I feel like it's many things, and that's why I think it feels so intense for you right now, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, the long and short of it is, I don't know yet or they don't know yet if there will be a move, but there is a possibility for one. Okay. Okay. Helpful. I'm sorry it mm-hmm. couldn't be more clear, but that's kind of the information that they were showing me. Okay. I like the wind idea. Okay. All right. Good. All right. <laughs> well, thanks, that. Nicole. Thanks for calling tonight. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. So yes, um, lots of lots of change going on in the world right now. Lots of shifts. So it's important that we um, that we honor the shifts that are happening to us. And I think sometimes um, we don't always listen to them, but definitely feels like Nicole, you're listening to those shifts, and that's really really important because that's the only way that we're really going to be able to to move forward is to is to listen. And um, I want to thank you all for listening tonight. This has been um, a really great show. I'm so happy that um, that Bonnie joined us and that we we were able to uh, make some spirit connections for folks and also to tap into some resources that might be helpful in the future. So if you want to learn more about um, my services, you can visit me at melissaboyd.net. Next week will be about how and why to meditate. I will be your guest. I have pre-recorded the show because I'm leaving for London in the morning. I'm going to the Arthur Finley College of Metaphysical Studies, and I am so delighted to go study there and um, bring back all these new exciting resources and techniques that I'm going to be learning. Um, so that's that's a very exciting piece, and we've got some great 
upcoming shows. We have Sharon Lowe, uh, Animal Communicator, coming up. And we also have a DNA healer that will be on the show, as well as people talking about music. And I've got shows lined up for all of you until um, the end of December, believe it or not. So it's, it's really, really exciting um, stuff, and I, I thank you for continuing to tune in. And I also wanted to let folks know that I will be putting on my website a teleclass that will start in September. So wherever you're listening around the world, what I will be doing is I'll be doing a teleclass on meditations, mala, and manifesting. So you will receive in the mail from me a set of mala beads that have been toned to solfeggio frequencies, a mala manual, and then we'll meet um, via phone, and I will walk the group through doing these meditations. So it will be a lot of fun. It's going to be in September, um, and I'm also redoing some aspects of my website under soul tools so i'll have some new videos for you to tap into um, exercises that you can do and information and insights that you can use in your life so if you can wherever you are go ahead and close your eyes take a nice deep breath in and breathe into the moment know that you are one you are a spiritual vibrational being of light you are one with the stars. You are one. You are one with the dolphins. You are one. You are one with the trees. You are one. You are one with the hummingbirds. You are one. Know that you are one energy, one being, and one light. And when you connect to your oneness, you will expand into infinity. So I ask you to connect in, to love yourself first so deeply and completely. And then take that love that's in your heart, open up your heart, and then spread it wide to the world. I send you love, joy, and peace. And I'm signing off in divine loving service. Thank you for listening. And namaste. Be well. <laughs>